श्री गुरु वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाए गौर नित्यानंद की जाए गौर भक्तवृंद की जाए गौर प्रेम आनंदे मॉर्निंग Welcome everyone. Nice to be with you. Auspicious occasion as it appears. <clears throat> A celebration of the appearance of Shri Guru. So this morning I want to read discuss i should say a very well known um statement an upanishadic dictum that describes the guru and his or her qualifications along with uh, those of the disciple and hopefully i can find it here This is in the Mundaka Upanishad. It should be right here. Yes. And uh this is it's a fairly well-known statement. Tad vigyanartam sa guru meva bikachet samatpani srotriyam ramanishtam. So the context of this uh where this uh, this appears in the Upanishad is that uh, the um, the other the world of works hmm, has been uh discussed the world of works and it is said uh parikshalokan karmachitaran that world of karma of works of action action produces a result action in this world produces a result that previously uh, didn't exist so parikshalokan means pariksha means to examine so lokan means the world having examined the world of works hmm? one should come to the conclusion um that i should be detached and stop working because it's troublesome and the implication of course is that the results that um are produced from the works uh, have such a beginning hmm? rising out of such works and they have their demise as well 
So whatever we work for today, we'll be gone tomorrow or shortly thereafter. So that doesn't take a lot of intelligence, but uh, it's uh, the habits that are formed in youth are difficult <coughs> to overcome. Hmm? And the measure of our habituation hmm, in, in pursuit of producing, if you will, making, doing, and thereby making uh, a situation for ourselves hmm, that will be uh, des- desirable, that will satisfy us, and so forth, has, uh, is uh, our, uh, that has been going on for a long, long, long time. How long? <coughs> forever. Hmm? Since forever. So, difficult habit to change. And in order to, so you can understand hmm, that while, while we in human life can put this together pretty easily, I said, it doesn't take a lot of uh, intelligence that uh, that enduring happiness won't come from in relation to things that don't endure. Uh, I work hard for things to produce them, and I don't always get them. <laughs> and those that I do, every single one of them disappears in due course. So this doesn't take a lot of intelligence to figure this out. But But then... As we know, just like in psychology, you can understand the psychological problem that you have, but you're hardwired in such a way that uh, uh, knowing about it theoretically isn't sufficient to, to, to change it. You have to get inside somehow and emotionally work on the issue and uh, trace out its origins and so forth. And for this, generally, we need some... Guidance. So this is we are habituated in a certain way hmm, for since forever. Hmm? So how will you? And 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 it's 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 working. It's the way is working really against our uh, self-interest. Hmm? And in human life, we can see it. Hmm? We can understand it as a child, even. But we see that to to then resolve the problem. Hmm? and stop pursuing the making of things and the acquiring of things and trying to create, if you will, to make a, 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 a situation, a circumstance that will satisfy us to, to, to forego that. It's, it's, it's difficult. We can understand it, but to forego it is very difficult. So we, having acquired this habit and being uh, um, uh, having a propensity towards, in this way, working against our self-interest for a long, long time, since forever, you can understand we need a powerful force to change that course. Hmm? Not uh, a very, a very powerful, and um, it, it really, and and it, and it. Logically, it cannot come from this world where that course is the norm for everyone hmm? in all species of life. They're all moving like moths into the flame of the fire. Hmm? Looks good, but it doesn't (laughs) work out so well. It doesn't feel good, Hmm? ultimately. Hmm? 
and this masochistic and sadistic uh, kind of uh, tendency of the self, if you will, uh, uh, difficult to change. So you need a powerful force. So the Upanishad here comes to speak about that force. And it says that having ex- logically, intelligently, having examined the, the, the world of works hmm, and how it, it doesn't work, hmm, um, my own effort to create by acquisition and so forth and a situation that I'll become fully satisfied in is, 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 is futile, one should become detached. Hmm. So maybe some people can do this to some extent, Hmm. Um, you have to look very closely be very introspective and so forth but um, the advice here is that really that you needed the powerful uh, influence from outside of this world and that influence is of another world and that world is not the world of um it's the world where nothing is made. Hmm? And the world where nothing is made is, 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 not, is not won, is not attained by doing something. Hmm? It means by, by karma. Hmm? We are making things. But there's a world where nothing is made. It means, it means, it means what? It means Krishna Prem Nityasira Sadduka Bunai. There's something there. It is eternally existing. It's not a product of anything. It's not a product of our work. Hmm? It's an ideal, therefore, worthy of pursuing. Hmm? Whatever we make, that will break. Hmm? If we can break the bondage uh, of trying to make our way, so to speak, and make something that, that won't break when it's not possible, hmm? uh, and pursue the ideal of Krishna Prem, another world where nothing is made. In other words, where, as, as I say, it, it, it is Prem, the, the, the Prayojan, the goal of um, really everybody. Prem means love, but this is, of course, a wise love. This will be attained um, in another way. You won't make it. You cannot manufacture it. Hmm? So it says, to attain that world where nothing is made, hmm? that will not be won by any kind of works. Hmm? But tadbhigyanartam sagurum evabhikachet samatpani shrutriyam brahmanishtam to attain that, one should approach the guru. Hmm? Uh, he or she has uh, um, for the sake of tadbhiganartha, for the sake of knowing and means attaining bhiganartam. Hmm? That uh, knowledge that is worth knowing. Hmm? That is, love is a kind of, of course, Essential knowledge is the end of knowledge. So to attain that kind, to attain the brain, it means, hmm, then one should approach with 
sacrificial uh, wood in hand. This is a literal idea. The preceptor. Who? Shrotriyam Brahmanishtam. Who is, who has heard, hmm? and because he or she has heard, he or she knows. Shrotriyam hmm? Brahmanishtam. So, let me uh, explain this. Um, I'd like to uh, elaborate on this, and I'd like to do that in the context of um, referring to Srimad Bhagavatam. This is a verse from the Upanishads. Upanishads are called the Shruti, um, that which is heard, spoken by by God, revealed knowledge, and the uh, the Puranas that are kind of a, uh, a subsidiary of the uh, the, the Shruti, the Upanishads, um, rather than giving out commands, so to speak, they tell stories hmm? and explain that same knowledge through through narratives. Now, Sumat Bhagavatam is a Purana, and certainly it, it's full of a number of narratives, largely of the lives of devotees and and primarily of the life of Krishna, which is, of course, obviously in relation to his devotees. It is about their love for him. Hmm? So it is a Purana in, in that sense and other senses, but the text itself has explained itself otherwise as well. Shruti saram ekam. Saram means cream, and it means essence. So it is said, this Bhagavat, hmm? this Purana, this Mahapurana, hmm? Srimad Bhagavatam, that is the essence of the Shruti, hmm? essence of the Upanishads. So it has a special uh, character hmm? amongst the Puranas, so much so that the, uh, the Gaudiya teachers, great teachers in our uh, lineage, especially Shijiva Goswami in his treatise, Tattva Sandarbha, has uh, brought our attention to the fact that this text, Srimad Bhagavatam, is actually the hub around which all of the sacred texts of India orbit, orbit and will be understood properly in context. Hmm? So, um, so we can go to the Bhagavat hmm, to discuss this, uh, this dictum, Upanishadic dictum, and in that we can go to the narrative in the Bhagavatam of Krishna Lila, where, of course, as I say, this uh, this tattva, hmm, this ontological truth, ontological truths are given in the Bhagavatam, hmm, and, um, <coughs> and and something more. Hmm. It is a book of uh, tattva and bhava, nagamakalpataro. Hmm. It is the it is a, it comes from the desired tree of the Vedic Upanishadic knowledge, and of that tree, Nigamakalbhutaro Galitam Palam. It is the ripened fruit that has just dropped down from the tree and easy to to get. You don't have to climb the branches and risk falling. Hmm? The practice implication is that is advocated in this book. You cannot fall from. Hmm. <coughs> even if you go through the course blindly, such as the nature of of bhakti. Hmm. That's a big big subject, but 
some assurance is given from the text at the onset. galitam valam rasam It is a book of, of rasa for rasikas, babukas, hmm? uh, people of feeling. So a book of philosophy, tattva, and a book of feeling. It says you should drink this book, drink this fruit, until you pass out, and when you get up, drink it again. Hmm? So it is a cocktail, hmm? a cocktail of gyan, of tattva and bhava. Hmm? And we can get the tattva, important ontological truths, hmm? truth about ontological truth about the self, about the world, hmm? about consciousness, about matter, hmm? about the source of both, hmm? which is uh, the sun, if you will, of the light of consciousness that we are array and so forth. Um, So many tattvas. What the truth about bhakti, the ontological status of bhakti, of the jiva, of the world, of Bhagwan. All these tattvas can be drawn from the Bhagavatam in the context of the narrative of the Leela that has just been saturated with bhava, hmm? with with feeling for Krishna in different sentiments, <coughs> in Dasya, Sakya, Vatsalya, Madhurja. Hmm? Sugadeva is speaking, this is the Rishi, to the king, Maharaj Parikshit. He's retired now. Hmm? He had seen through the pursuit of worldliness and indeed he got an omen from the sky hmm? that he had to die within seven days. I would said, we all have but seven days to live. We will die on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday or Friday hmm? or Saturday. <laughs> hmm. That's today, so today we'll be born <laughs> to a new life is the idea. Celebrating the appearance of Sri Guru in our life means to end the death problem. Hmm? Yeah. And that means to end the pursuit of dead things, the pursuit of making things that will break only, hmm? things that won't endure. Hmm? You go to the world, the living world. Hmm. Where there's no death, hmm. where there's no birth, this is the, this is, we are of that soil. Hmm. Hmm. In general, this consciousness is not a product of matter. It's not something that 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 at some point, what do you say? Um, what is the word they use? Um, um, Anyway, develops uh, out of, emerges out of matter. <coughs> All examples of emergence in nature hmm, include within the or- original uh, object, in some form, the qualities of that which emerges. Hmm. But in consciousness, we find that it is constituted of 
experience. It is experiential first-person reality, which in objective third-person reality matter, there is nothing that even remotely uh, resembles it. It's categorically uh, different. Hmm? There is nothing, out of, out of non-experience, experience will not come. That's pretty reasonable. Hmm? So matter is a non-experiencing phenomenon, reality. Hmm? And consciousness is, is, is all about experience. The former, latter does not come out of the former. As I say, all examples in nature of, of, what was that word? Emergence. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, are such that, uh, that something, at least, it would be about consciousness would have to be in matter for those kind of examples to be something we could point to and say, oh, this is what consciousness is. It's like... I, I think it was maybe Hume said, it's like bile coming out of liver. Hmm? This is an old idea that some people today think is a new idea, revolutionary, and um, very disappointing, discouraging (laughs) idea, very contradictory to the very very optimism of human human life. Hmm? Um, I, I told the other night, I wrote a short piece on on magic, because many people in the uh, scientific community, half-baked kind of atheists, that they say, "Oh, so uh, I believe in science, not magic. Hmm? I believe in science, not magic." Hmm? So, of course, my reply is, "I believe in meaning, not magic, and I believe in myself also. I believe that I exist, that I'm a real entity, hmm? and that I am." a unit of value and meaning hmm? that uh, the likes of which cannot be found in the objective world unless I give meaning to it. Hmm? And and I believe that the lights are on and there's somebody home and it's me. (laughs) And you, sir, believe, madam, that the lights are on and there's nobody home. Hmm? Hmm? Why am I talking to you? (laughs) This is your your stated belief. Hmm? Hmm? that uh, there's no real self there. There's just uh, that at a certain point, hmm, matter, the objective world, arranges itself in such a way that for a short period of time, a section of it starts to feel and think, I am. Hmm? And we should not give much... It's not a big deal either. Well, it's everything, first of all, that I am, that I feel. It's everything. Hmm? But, but that kind of thinking, that out of, that matter organizes itself in such a way that non-experiential existence organizes itself in some way that for a short period of time it starts to experience, that experience comes out of it. That, sir, is magic. Hmm? To believe in that, that is magic. Hmm? To think that the floor will start to feel, hmm? right? Hmm? They would say that would be crazy, but that's really what they say. This is a magical kind of thinking. The other side of it, of course, is I do believe in magic hmm? because the, the self is a unit of magic it's, and, 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 and not uh, constrained. Magic means that's 
not, what's not constrained by the, the laws of nature. I believe there's life beyond law. Hmm? Sound attractive? Hmm? For those uh, Republicans out there. <laughs> uh, for everybody, actually. Uh, there has to be some life beyond law. Hmm? Freedom. Hmm? Uh, and we, we, we live our life like that. I mean, like you know, Facebook, you're constantly getting barbarly with somebody. Check this video out. Check this video. It's all about unbelievable things that have just happened. <laughs> <laughs> How could it happen? We, we are, of course, you can give an explanation of it and so on and so forth, but the fact is people are looking for unbelievable things. They're looking for themselves. Hmm? They're a unit of something that is unbelievably interesting and valuable and its prospect, its potential, is astounding to think of. Even in its course, its potential is its potential. It's a feeling reality, and it has a potential ultimately to love. This is the prem prayojan. In touch with the bhakti, by the grace of bhakti, can realize its potential. So this is, um, uh, so Bhagavatam is a book full of this kind of tattva, hmm? explained in the beautiful, ultimately in the beautiful narrative of Krishna Leela that itself is saturated with bhava, with the feeling of this prem that is the prayojan, which is the ideal, really, of everybody. Hmm? We all want to love and to, to be loved and so forth. So the problem, of course, is finding the proper center. This is what is meant by Krishna. The other night we explained something about the word Krishna, etymologically speaking, and how you, if by, by, by looking at it carefully, you see this is really the perfect nomenclature for the Absolute. There's no other Allah is a nice name too, and, and Christ, the Anointed One, and, and Shiva, and, and this one and that one. And of course, in Hinduism, we've got <coughs> hundreds and thousands of such names. Some people in the Christian world think that's the problem. We think, no, that's not the problem. That's good. We've got a lot to say about God over here. A lot to say about. Hmm? Uh, sometimes in the Christian world, these two, two commandments get uh, uh, conflated with one another. Love thy God with all thy heart and soul. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Hmm? Both good, important. We agree with them. But they're two different commandments. If you don't know enough about God... Then you start to think loving your neighbor as yourself constitutes loving God with all your heart and soul. Hmm? You have to do both in order to do either one of them. Hmm? You cannot really love your neighbor hmm, as yourself unless you love God with heart and soul and, as a, and, and see that the differences between my neighbor and myself are superficial. Hmm? Not just superficial in that we're racially different, but we're both humans. We're sexually different, but we're both humans. Hmm? Something like that. But, but that we are consciousness, not matter. Hmm? Uh, to experience this, you can actually turn the other cheek. Hmm? Otherwise, it's not possible. Hmm? So love requires some, some knowledge. Hmm? Loving God, this is a wise kind of love. So, and of course, loving the neighbor, this is our commandment too. Krishna says in the Gita that the, the perfect yogi is one who sees the suffering of others as if they are his own. Hmm? 
So, in, <laughs> so, at any rate, in 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 the narrative of Krishna Lila, these Leelas are saturated, as I say, with this Prem, Prayodhan's love. Hmm? This is the prospect uh, of of the jiva. Hmm? If it comes in touch with bhakti, if it if it has this kind of intervention in its life, this is the kind of intervention I'm talking about that is so powerful. Hmm? Sadhu shas, sadhu sangha, sadhu sangha, sarva siddhi hai. Lava matra sadhu sangha, sarva siddhi hai. This is meant to emphasize this point that it's, it, it says lava matra. Lava matra means some kind of uh, time um, reference from times gone by, but it, it, uh, a matra, a lava matra, it means a very small period of time, a fraction of a second. If you have real sadhu sangha, hmm, association with the saintly person hmm? for a fraction of a moment, hmm? fraction of a second, it will change the course of your life. So, so it is so powerful that the course of our life, as I said, for, for, since forever we've been going in a different direction trying to make things happen, make it happen, hmm? acquire things, and this way we think we'll improve our life. We can see in human life that's a futile, that's going nowhere, uh, but we can't change the course. We need a powerful influence. Hmm? That is sadhusanga. That is the influence of of guru. That just just a fraction of a second it will begin the change. You won't even know it happened. Hmm? Yeah. Somehow or other, you were, you you, uh, you 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 accidentally entered into the kirtan of uh, <laughs> of Krishna. Well, that was weird, and then off you go. That's power. Hmm? And in due course, you find yourself inquiring and uh, and so forth. So, so these anyway, these narratives of Bhagavad they're saturated in in in, in Krishna Lila, the narrative, the central focus of the whole book, hmm? tenth canto. Um, uh, uh, all these feelings, fraternal love, paternal love, hmm? uh, servile. Mm-hmm. Love, romantic love, properly centered on Krishna. This is the subject, hmm? Krishna Prem, hmm? and this is Krishna Prem Nityasiddha Sadhika Munai. Is existing eternally. It cannot be created. Shabanadi Sutta Chite Kore Udai. But if you if you have the uh, ingress of that Prem in the form of sadhana bhakti into your life, bhakti in practice, then by hearing, chanting, etc., these, which are the activities of bhakti, then the <coughs> the heart becomes cleansed and this prema manifests there. Hmm? This is the teaching. Hmm? Uh, so hearing about this kind of prema, hmm? that is very useful for us. This means you stop in your tracks, stop trying to create, hear about that which is uncreated, Hmm? Which is eternally existing, hmm? and you find yourself attracted. So let us go there to the narrative of Bhagavatam, where this um, this uh, Upanishadic dictum is is is, is played out. Hmm? Uh, in in Bhagavatam, Krishna, of course, is most perfect in Braj. Hmm? There, the Prem reaches. Uh, the uh, its uh, furthest uh, its zenith, hmm? but for reasons um, 
really, in a sense, for reasons of, uh, in relation to karma, hmm? in the full sense of the term, lila, the word lila, applies to the braj, nowhere else. Hmm? What about the dwarka lila? What about the mature lila? Yes, we can use that term, but the full sense of the term applies only to the braj. Lila means to play. And Krishna is only playing, only in Vrindavan. Everywhere else, he's doing something. Hmm? Hmm? He's establishing Dharma, for example, teaching the, the, the Bhagavad Gita, hmm? uh, fighting off the, uh, the, 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 those who, who would otherwise have attacked Vrindavan, looking for him and so forth. And so... Therefore, Krishna says, Janma karma jamedivyam. Evam yobeti tattva. This is the fourth chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Janma karma jamedivyam. Hmm? He's, talking, <laughs> he's talking about, to Arjuna, in, in, in a general sense, about avatar tattva. This is the first place in the Gita where he starts to talk a little bit about bhakti. He says, Janma karma If you know about my activities, hmm? what are those activities that he's talking about? He says, these are my activities. This is the activities he's talking about. Hmm? This is karma, not Leela. Of course, it's not karma in an ordinary sense. That is, it has a result, like we have, but it's something that Krishna is doing that where he's doing something other than just playing. Hmm? He says, "I establish Dharma." Yuga, yuga, yuga. After yuga, I come. I establish the Dharma. Give the teachings. I, I act in a certain way hmm? that others may learn by my example. I'm constrained. Hmm? in these leelas, to act in such a way that others upon seeing me will know how to act. But sometimes I just want to be myself. <laughs> Unrestrained, only playing. And I do whatever I want, and nobody can see me except those people who, who like me no matter what I do. <laughs> Everybody wants to be in that situation as much as possible. <laughs> this is Krishna Leela in Braj. This is the Vrindavan Leela. Hmm? <laughs> this is the full idea of Leela. There he's only playing. Hmm? But when in Gita he's speaking about, I come, I establish the Dharma, I do away with the miscreants, hmm? I do protect the devotees, that is a higher, the higher side there. But he says, Janma Karma those who know about these types of things, my birth, hmm? means my birth in Mathura, hmm? Hmm. which is divine, overtly, and my activity, my karma, then knowing about them, janma karma chamedivya, my karma, my action is divine. Those who know it in truth, they don't take birth again. They don't take birth again means what? They get mukti. He doesn't say that by knowing about my activities, of establishing dharma, one will get prem. One will get 
free from birth and death. Get something. But this brain, now you have to hear about the Braj Leela. And this is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is preoccupied with. That means prem in a full sense of the term. There's also a prem in Vaikuntha. There's a prem in Matura and Dwarka, but it's it it it, it in comparison to the Braj prem, we can say there's no prem hmm, outside of Vrindavan. There's no lila outside of Vrindavan. There's action. There's work. Hmm, something that he has to do. Of course, he doesn't have to do anything. But anyway, <laughs> he, he 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 feels that I. I should act in a responsible way. Others will see me here. Hmm? Outside of Vrindavan, he becomes visible. Otherwise, this is a private place, and this is the secret place of the Bhagavatam. That you have to pay very close attention to the Bhagavatam to understand. Nasta prayeshu abhadreshu nityam bhagavata sevaya. Bhagavati uttamoshloki bhakti bhavati nastiki. Somebody recommended a, a discourse to me the other day hmm? from his teachers, he said. I listened to it one of them. It was a short, short enough. There must have been half a dozen instances of Apasadanta in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, a, that which is against the conclusion of the Gaudiya Orthodox teaching in a half-hour discourse. And it was done before the, the, the beautiful deities of Radha Gokuland in London. I was shocked and that such things would be said. But one of the things he said is, what the Bhagavatam is really about is the prayers of Brahma, Indra, and Shiva, and Prahlad, and others. And there are stories in there, too. Hmm? But those stories are just to make philosophical points to us. Hmm? So he was interested really in tattva. He had no bhava. Hmm? No interest in bhava, <laughs> it would appear. And because he had no interest in bhava, although he was interested in tattva, he got the tattva all confused as well. Hmm? So this, you think here, to understand Bhagavatam, you need good guidance. Hmm? You need uh, the Bhagavatam itself is saying, as understood by Krishna Skaviraj Goswami, in order to understand the Bhagavatam, you need a Bhagavatam. Hmm? What's that mean? <laughs> well, I got the book. No, there are two kinds of Bhagavatam. He says, Bande Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nityanando Sohojito Gorodai Pushpavanto Chitto Sondo Tamonodo. And Gaur Nityananda, Chaitanya Nityananda appearing in West Bengal like the sun and the moon together, hmm? dissipating the darkness of ignorance and bestowing prem. And how do they bestow the prem? In his commentary, he says, they bring you in touch with two Bhagavatas the book Bhagavata and the person Bhagavata. Hmm? Both. And not just the book. When I see this, just the book. And they are just so much confusion from just the book. They say, just one book, too. That's another confusion. <laughs> so, no, we need the good guidance. Nothing could be more apparent to me as I kind of scan the Gaudiya um, landscape today, internationally speaking. Good guidance, so much required. So, we celebrate that on a day like this, that we found good uh, good guidance. Hmm? Hmm. And the guidance is to where? Where to go? To go to the Braj Leela. Hmm? This is a real Leela. This is the full face of Leela. This is a full face of Prem. Hmm? 
You have to hear about these things, and you have to hear from someone who has some feeling for that. Then you, Sahridayam, get a sympathetic heart. They share their heart, that's something that will come into us, and then we can start to speak the language and understand the feeling of the Bhagavatam. So, Raj Krishna, of course, um, he, in the Prakatlila, in the Manifest Lila, he left the, the Vrindavan for the sake of Vrindavan, for the sake of making the points that I'm making about the love there. And his whole Matura Lila and Dwaraka Lila, which uh, chronologically speaking, uh, uh, quantitatively speaking, are much longer than the Braj Lila. He left the Braj at 11. A little old for his age, uh, mature for his age, eleven, and, and the 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 aesthetic uh, number one hundred twenty. If it's a popular, one hundred twenty-five means he lived a long, long time. Hmm? Um, so from eleven to one hundred twenty-five, and you'd think, well, gee, all that time spent, you know, you forget about your first eleven years. It's there, but but those are the formative years. Hmm? They inform all of your other years, right? So one of the characteristics of the of the mature lila and the brajya lila is what is that Krishna is, is is found to be constantly remembering the brajya lila. He doesn't think of the mature lila and the dwarka lila and brajya. Of course, chronologically they haven't happened, but but they are uh, eternal at the same time. But characteristically, he's in one place apparently but his mind and heart are somewhere else. He's constantly reflecting back on the Brajalila. How, how are they feeling? And then, and I have my something to, something to do here. And so he goes to Matura, and of course he kills the Kamsa, and, uh, and then... Uh, Devaki and Vasudev, his father and mother there, have been liberated from the prison. And so they want to spend time with him. And Nanda Maharaj is there who accompanied him to Vrindavan. Madhu Mangal went, Subal, some of his friends. Of course, also they were there for the wrestling match. How could they miss it? Uh, and, and, but now, Vasudev and Devaki, they want to spend time with their, their son. And they want to <coughs> kind of let Nanda Maharaj know He's not really your son. Hmm? It's a little awkward. Actually, he's a he's a chatria from our lineage, royalty, <clears throat> not from the um, the village, uh, and all. Uh, uh, they're very sophisticated people in comparison to the Brudge people. You know, if you hang out with cows, you become like cows. <laughs> <laughs> And they're 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 quite charming, but they're not the it's not the cleanest situation, and uh, it's a little uh, so uh, you know uh, that's why it was one of the problems for Lakshmi who wanted to dance in the Rasa dance, and and, and so she said he, when Krishna met her doing penance in 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 the brudge, what are you doing here, Lakshmi? Oh, I wanted to enter the Rasa dance, so I came here to do austerities. He said, well, you gotta you gotta learn how to milk a cow, lady. <laughs> you want to enter there. You got to carry cow patty, cow dung patties on your head. Maybe I could do that. She's thinking, okay. But then, of course, when he said, "Then you got to give up your husband, Narayan. You got to marry somebody else. Then you got to reject him and meet me in the forest." She said, "Forget it. I can't. 
That's just like, <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> so, it's a difficult situation for Krishna at the point in Mathura. Hmm? He had told everybody, I'll be back a couple days, I'll take care of comes and I free my parents and come back. And, and so, but he's got a good, a good reason to talk to Nanda Maharaj, who's got to communicate to everybody else, look at my, I'm in a bind here. Hmm? These people think they're my parents. <laughs> Weird. Uh, this is how he, he, he thinks about it. But what, what, what can I do? Hmm? So Nanda Maharaj, of course, he, he's, he's a sensitive person extremely sensitive person, and he thinks, well, you know, here I am, you know, I'm living in Vrindavan, I come here, I, I bring my two sons here, Ram and Krishna, who have raised from, from their very birth, they kill Kamsa, and li- liberate Vasudev and Devaki, who have been in prison for years, for like 11 years they've been in prison, hmm? and all of their sons have been killed by this Kamsa. Hmm? And now, okay, um, if I try to convince him that Krishna is not really your son, he's mine, hmm? how will I convince him that Ram is my son? Because Ram is the daughter of, is the son of Rohini hmm? from Vasudev. That's known. Hmm? <coughs> huh? right? Everybody knows that. But uh, so, so maybe if I take Krishna. Uh, I could leave Ram, but well, how will Krishna be without Ram? That won't work. These two have been together their whole lot. They're like best friends. Hmm? And, and if I take Ram, I'll just appear to be in the eyes of Vasudev, who's my good friend, cousin, brother, like another Kamsa. Just, he, he Kamsa killed all my sons, and I have one left now, and you take him. Hmm? <sighs> Start striking a blow to my heart. So Nanda Maharaj is he's a very sensitive person. So he cannot tolerate the idea of Vasudev causing greater pain to Vasudev, but the pain of separation from Krishna, this is overwhelming. He's in a terrible bind. Hmm? And Krishna as well. Very complex uh, situation. Hmm? How to get out of that? Krishna... Krishna says, well, look, let's, let me play this out a little bit for a few days here, satisfy a few people, and then I'll you know, come back. And he writes messages. He gives a message for, to Subal to give to the gopis, and he writes a letter to Yasoda. Hmm? And uh, so Nanda feels a little fortified, and he brings back that information, those, those messages, and so forth. And the Brajabhasis hear that. They're not satisfied, but then again, Mm-hmm. They think, whatever he said, we've done, and it's always worked out for us. Mm-hmm. We were doing the Indra Yagya forever. Our forefathers were doing, and their forefathers were doing, and their forefathers were doing. And he came along at seven years old and said, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Stop that. Worship Govardhan Hill. Mm-hmm. And we just did it. We love him so much. But it worked out. Hmm? It worked out. And Indra sent all of his power to destroy us. And, and not, not one, one creature, not even one tree fell over. Hmm? And he sent his most powerful uh, wind and hail and rainstorm. So we have so many, 
experience, this is just one incident, of we, by following him out of affection as we do, things work out, so we should follow his instruction. It, it, it must be the best thing, as painful as it seemed. And this way they somewhat pacified. After all, he's going to come back in a couple of days. Hmm. And so, Nanda Maharaj departs, and 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 and, and Krishna, uh, Vasudev says, "Now you boys should get your upanayana, hmm? your sacred thread, and the Gayatri mantra." Hmm? And so, I want to make an arrangement for this. I'll call Gargacharya, hmm? um, who, un, un, unbeknownst to Vasudev, was the Nam Guru. Hmm? Of Krishna in the in the in the in, in Balaram in the in the in the cow shed he came and gave the names Krishna and Ram and so forth. Now it's uh, he's a little older. He's in the city. Time for the this big. This is a huge thing in the, in the boy's life. It's like the bar mitzvah, you know, or the confirmation, you know. And as a Catholic, I was got the confirmation. It was a big thing. You picked the name of a saint. I picked Saint Francis, and then. You know, yeah, this whole thing. And every religion, I guess, has something like that. Big event, social event, it turns into. But <laughs> but at any rate, uh, so here's, Christian's going to get initiated, and, and he thinks, I mean, I ought to invite my real parents, don't you think? But that'll be a problem. Hmm? If I invite them to come, but they would feel a little intimidated because, you know, he, he thinks, my boy's a chhatri, I've got to have all these village people there who think that his son is going to be a little uncomfortable. So so what he did was he just he just wrote a letter and said, I'm going to take initiation from Garga, and I can't be there, and you can't come here, given the situation. Be, wanting to be sensitive to Vasudev and Devaki, after all, they've been in prison for all these years, and I must give them a few days, and a little time to work things out, so I can free myself up. Hmm? And so, but to make up for it, Please have all of my cowherd friends initiated on the same day, at the same time. Hmm? The Senderitvik of Gargacharya, he can do it there. And Gargacharya will initiate me and Ram, so we'll have our initiations together. And the boys will feel some, that they're with me on this important day. Hmm? We're, we're progressing together in life. Hmm? And all the inhabitants of Mardavan can, in this way, participate. Hmm? Together, but in different places. And so Krishna takes his initiation from Garga. Hmm? This is one of his gurus. Ram, of course, is his, his brother is his guru, his elder brother. He, he teaches him good behavior, make sure he does the right things, hmm? doesn't misbehave. Ultimately, ultimately, his guru is the, is the prem of Radha, hmm? that he's dancing under the influence of and learning from her the art of love. Hmm? We'll come to that tomorrow. This is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu comes out of that, of course. Um, but uh, he has another guru also, that's Sandipani Muni. Hmm? And so Krishna wanted to go and learn all of the arts, sciences, uh, from the great mystic Sandipani Muni, who was at Ujjain. That's quite a distance from Mathura. He could have, others, great Vaishnavas were present. He could have gone to them, taken shelter of them, lived in the Gurukula, hmm? as was the tradition with them, but they, he, he thought that would be a problem. They, they all are Vaishnavas. They would never accept me as their students. Hmm? So this Sandipani Muni was a Shaivite. Hmm? 
So Krishna chose him. And he and Balaram dressed themselves in deer skins and put on, got staffs and, and, and so forth, and the traditional brahmachari dress of the time, and barefooted, they walked all the way to Ajain, long, long distance. As they walked dressed like brahmacharis, they would meet sadhus, beggars on the road, bhikshus, who would go from home to home and, and offer some knowledge and take whatever was offered uh, in return, and that would be their meal. They're carrying what they're begging, and they saw the, these brahmacharis, and then they would offer it to them. Mm. Oh, you take what, this, please. And in this way, they, they were walking the, the back road, the way of the, the, the way of the sadhus to, to, to Ujjain. And they went at a at a regular pace, of course, but every now and then they had to stop. Where did they stop? Hmm? Whenever they came into pasture grounds. Hmm? Then there were fields of cows. They're, they were stopped by that vision. And there they stood like, like stones, stunned in samadhi. They entered into samadhi, hmm? the, the real identity. There they're like chhatriyas, brahmacharis, but they're actually inside, full and through and through cow herds. Hmm? Samadhi, samadhi. Sama means equal. Di means intelligence. It is a state of consciousness uh, uh, where that of perfect knowing hmm? perfect kind of uh, an equalizing the world is full of inequity inequality you push down here it goes up there hmm? i mean uh, this is this is the whole this is the world this is the whole problem in a nutshell sometime back not too long ago i went into my bathroom, and there was a web of a spider, and there was a fly stuck in the web. So I reached to free the fly from the web, and along came the spider. I thought, this is impossible. (laughs) This world is impossible. (laughs) Uh, To save one, I have to kill another. Hmm? There's no solution here. This is the, this is this is the understanding one has to come to, hmm? to be ready for spiritual life, to make a comprehensive solution. Prabhupada said, once not everybody needs a guru, hmm? only one who wants to make a comprehensive solution to the problem of life. Hmm? This is the problem. You cannot solve this. It doesn't matter how you politically arrange or what. Hmm? One living being is food for another. So samadhi is this, samadhi means that that kind of intelligence, knowing that equalizes out hmm, everything, that it sees the bigger picture, hmm, and everything's okay, because you're seeing from another vantage point. This is what we mean by perfect knowing. Hmm? Perfect knowing. Mm, it's sometimes thought, and in times gone by, that the perfect knowing of the guru was a perfect knowing of everything. Hmm? But actually he or she knows what they need to know to be perfectly happy. And that is really perfect knowledge. All action is informed by some knowledge and we pursue our actions for the sake of becoming fulfilled and happy. So this is the kind of knowledge we get from the guru. Otherwise, for other knowledge... hmm, there have to be some study. 
And even for the knowledge, for being the gurus, this verse we're taking from the Upanishad, Shrotriyam Brahmanishtam. Brahmanishtam means samadhi. But Shrotriyam means heard. You have to have Brahmanishtam, but you have to have heard. If you have Brahmanishtam, but you haven't heard, you cannot teach. It's not that everything will come just by meditation. You may become fulfilled, but you can but you can teach what that's about and how that works and, and, and so on and so forth. In such a way that others can, that, that's not necessarily the case. If you haven't heard, you cannot teach. And if you haven't heard, you cannot attain Brahmanishtam either. These things go together. Hmm? So Krishna, he entered into samadhi. Whenever he would see the pastors and cows, he and Ramana, they would stand there and they would, they would realize uh, them, you know, whatever themselves as we are cowherds. This is our real identity. This is who we are. That's the, they would go into a trance, a spiritual trance. Hmm? But still, the point here is what? Hmm? Although they had such perfect knowledge, they went to the ashram to learn. So it, 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 it makes an important point, if you will, in today's world especially. Because today there's so much information we can find out that the guru doesn't know everything. <laughs> and I'll be the first to admit it. Hmm? Hmm. I told one of my disciples, you've got the perfect guru because he admits he doesn't know everything. And you think he doesn't, so. <laughs> but you're right on some level. Hmm? And knowing everything in a, in, an, in, a, in, a, how you say, in a quantitative sense, that would be a great burden hmm? to carry around. But to know essentially, he said, this fellow told me, the gurus today, they have to, they have to acknowledge, they have to, they have to, what did he say, they have to um, concede hmm, that they don't know everything about everything. I said, that's not much of a concession. Hmm, because what they teach is, and, and I don't know who says that, but, but they, most of these people think like that. The guru must know everything about everything. So I'll ask him who I should get married to <coughs> or, or whatever. What's the stock market going to do next week uh, and so forth. Welcome. Um, he should be quick to say, I don't, know, I don't know about that. That's not my field. But, but it's not much of a concession to say that because still he or she knows everything. He or she knows, the guru knows what is the nature of the world? It's, he knows there's a web, there's a spider, there's a fly, and it doesn't work. <laughs> and whatever you make will break, and, and so forth. He knows this. That lesson, as I said in the beginning, is hard to learn. We're hardwired in another way. Hmm? Even though we can see it, we can nod our head. We're hardwired in another way to keep trying to make a situation, create something, acquire and improve our situation, and so forth. Well, he or she knows that because shrutiyam they've heard from their guru and real hearing means action hearing means seeing in Vaishnavism it is said the Vaishnav sees with her ears hmm? that, me- that means ha- that means to you how well are you hearing hmm? the, the, the determination will be by what you're seeing if you see it then you believe it hmm? If you hear it, but you don't see it, then you're still wondering whether it's true or not. <laughs> that and that, that um, inhibits your, um, your, your progress, your movement. Suspicion leads to suspension. Faith is animating. Hmm? 
So faith is seeing, it's tangible, and it comes from hearing. So what is hearing? It doesn't mean I got this in my ear, it went around, it was entertaining and interesting, and what do you got to eat? That, those, those thoughts, what we hear from Guru, they should stay with us. Hmm? Carry with us till the next session. Think about that until I meet him again. Hmm? And what you would say the next time. There's enough there to live on forever. Hmm? Even if I never meet again, there's enough there. And that one, one talk, one meeting. Hmm? This is what it, this is what it, again, we come to the guru, we know. Hmm? Spider, the web, the fly, it's a problem. I, I, this is, there's no, there's no other way. Hmm? This kind of conviction. So then you listen hmm? as if it's life, um, life, how you say, life. Your life uh, lies in the balance. Hmm? This is the difference between living and dying. Hmm? You will never die again hmm? by this kind of hearing. Hmm? That is the Guru's topic. He who is glorified in the Bhagavat in the Brajlila, by beautiful poetry, there the language of 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 of, of the Brajlila. This is all the language of a lover. The Bhagavatam speaks in different voices, as the Shruti and the Veda speak like a father or a king. Do this, do that, don't do that. Hmm? The Puranas speak like a friend. Hey, buddy, come with me. Let's 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 have a chat. Hmm? What's on your mind? Let me tell you a story. Hmm? And then the Kavya, this all speaks like a lover. Nobody can understand that, hmm? unless they are lovers themselves. Hmm? Bhagavatam is all three of these languages. It's another reason why it's the essence of all the texts. Hmm? And when we come to the Brajlila, then it's all full of this poetic language. Therefore, Uttam Shloka Varta, who's always speaking about Uttam Shloka. Uttam Shloka means verse. Poetry, uttam, means superlative. Huh? So nice. Hmm? That tasyatyatunu, that person doesn't die. Sabai, what is it? Ujjanastan chayunaso, is it? Ayurharati, vaipum sam. Ujjanastan chayunaso, tasyatyatunu, nitta uttama sloka vartaya. Rising in the setting of the sun, they're killing everyone. Hmm? Taking everyone's life away, life as they know it, except for this person who's <coughs> always hearing this and discussing about Uttam Sloka Krishna. Hmm? So, perfect knowledge hmm, means we require a perfect method. And perfect knowing hmm, is the kind of knowing that enables us to see the big picture and not be uh, entangled in the web of. Of, of action and, and, and reaction hmm? on the one side and to be fulfilled entirely on the other the new identity the identity of a coward person hmm? Gopijana one of those people of the brudge Krishna's identifying himself I'm a person of the brudge that's who I am hmm? that's how they think he's ours here he's one of us hmm? somebody was saying the other day that um that this uh, 
dhoti that you wear. This is not Vedic. There's no word called dhoti in the Sanskrit lexicon. So it's not Vedic. So why are you wearing that? It's not necessary. People were in the West here. We don't need to wear that thing. Sorry. Same thing. Sorry. It's not there. We're saying like that. And um, and he said, these things don't constitute uh, the, the the dress or the culture of eternal of an eternal ethnicity. Hmm? So I said, what is that eternal ethnicity? Mm-hmm. By the way. So what is that eternal ethnicity? And there's no reply to that. What is it? Nirvisesh Brahma. Hmm? Gore dressed himself in this kind of dhoti, pleaded in three ways. Everyone should learn to dress like that. Hmm? with his associates doing Sankirtan. Maybe if you wear that, sometimes, at least, when you do your mantram, your japa, hmm? you meditate on, it will help you to meditate on, you look at yourself and you see I've got tilak, like this, I look like them, and you go there. <laughs> this is supposed to help you, like the, the place for these things. These are, these are clothes of power, hmm? because powerful, spiritually powerful people, full of bhava and rasa, have adorned themselves like this. In Gorli, who cares for the Vedic, whatever? Hmm? You want to understand what is Vedic? Go to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? Is that eternal ethnicity? What do you think? Is there, is there any eternal ethnicity to the Mahaprabhu's Leela and uh, so forth? So, hmm. this is... It's not a bad idea. You want to adopt to different cultures, but in the course of adopting your outreach to different cultures, you've got to remember what you're culturing. <laughs> What's the preogen? What's the ideal? This is something like very kind of like generic, you know, okay. By Kuntha, it's different. It's completely different. Hmm? <coughs> Somebody said to me, well, do you think that Krishna was like... <coughs> Culturally Indian? <laughs> it said that his complexion is like a rain cloud. I've never seen anybody in India who looks like a rain cloud. Hmm? I said, well, he's special amongst <laughs> all of them, but it, it means you know, a certain thing. Sham is the color of romantic love. And, but I said, she said, so, so you think that Krishna actually looked like an Indian? I said, well, what do you think Mother Yasoda thought? Oh my God, what kind of person has just been born from me? Must be from another world. It doesn't fit in our culture. You know, she didn't think like that at all. It's my son, he's extraordinary. He's beautiful, but he's one of us. He's a Brajbasi. Hmm? Yeah, in Matura, he appeared with four arms, and Devaki offered prayers. And so I said, if you want to go there, then you go there. We're going to Brajalila. Hmm? That's where we want to go. We want to enter into this kind of kind of brain. And Krishna saw the cows in the field, and although he was in a field of action, hmm, in Divya Karma, doing something, hmm, he was transported back to the Brajalila. And this is his samadhi. hmm? That entering there, that is perfect knowing. There, that is is, is called Braj. Braj means, in one sense, Jiva Goswami has said, where all things possible. hmm? All things can be harmonized there. Hmm? Because there really is the center. 
around which everything can be harmonized. This is a hub. Even Mathura is off-center. Even Dwaraka is off-center. Hmm? Slightly. Hmm? Therefore, certain things can't be found there. There's no parki in Dwarka. Hmm? It can be found in the Braj. Neither in Mathura. Hmm? So, this is the kind of knowing. Hmm? Still, other kind of knowing may be useful hmm? for certain purposes. And, and for being the guru, then one has to hear, learn, be able to teach. So off he went to Sandipani Munis hmm? to learn. Hmm? She see Gauratananda Ki Jai. Seems like we're a little late, but I'm going to keep going. That's okay. We didn't even get started with the story yet. <laughs> Tragically, we didn't. We're, we're kind of there. I mean, anyway, off he went to the <laughs> Sunday Panimuni's ashram. <laughs> uh, what is the time? Eleven thirty. Eleven forty-five. We could continue this evening. Would that be better? It's, uh, there's a lot to be said. So we, 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 we'll find out a little bit. Who is Sunday Panimuni? Then, and um, and what happened there? Hmm? So, uh, so, any question? Okay, I have a question. Yep. Is uh, Raja Prane, is that available in any of the other Sampadayas? Like in, you know, the Ramanuja Sampadaya, the Ramanuja Sampadaya, the idea of Krishna. Yes. But is it available over there? No. No, it's not. They don't teach that. They don't... Uh, now, there are two other Ragmarg Sampradayas, the Nimbarka Sampradaya and the Balaba Sampradaya. Hmm. But the Nimbarka Sampradaya is, doesn't accept Parakya, so therefore they're excluded from Gokul. Gokul is the center hmm, of the <coughs> lotus of Goloka. Hmm. And then there are various petals of possible spiritual experience and relationship with Krishna. But the Gokul is the center. And this Gokul is where the, the, the Leela is, com- is so human-like. Hmm? And so, for example, Parakiya is there, but they don't accept Parakiya. They accept only Swakiya. So that you can say, they're not there. Hmm? You get, that's Parakiya. Parakiya means that Paramore love. Hmm? As Krishna is not married to, to Radha. On the outer petals... There is Leela where Krishna is married with Radha. Hmm? More Aishwarya. They want Sakibhav, hmm? but in relation to the married Leelas of Krishna. So that's not a Gokul, the center. Hmm? And Balab Sampradaya. Oh, Balab Sampradaya is uh, a little closer. Hmm? And Rupa Goswami said, oh, yeah, they teach something similar to us twice in his book Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu at the end of his uh, his dissertation on Vaidhi Bhakti and on Rag Bhakti he said and others they call it Mariada and others they call it Pushti and it's more or less kind of the same but but um, it's not centered on the heart at least of Gokul in Balab's commentary on Bhagavatam there's no mention of Radha hmm his son is considered to be an incarnation of Chandravali. <laughs> what to do? The, com- the competitor of Radha. So, so um, they like 
Vatsali rasa. Hmm? He liked Vatsali rasa. Uh, but this, uh, and they, they don't uh, acknowledge as the holiest of places the Rasa Lila Stali or the Radhakund, hmm? which is the center pieces of, of Madhuri Lila, of uh, Radha and Krishna. They, their focus is on Jamuna. Hmm? Yeah, so they're little. They're kind of there, but they're a little off focus. Something like that. Hmm? Another question. I mean, it's, you can choose wherever you want to go. If you want to go to that sampradaya, which is best, you decide. But we have good reasons to, to make our case. That's why we're here. Hmm? <coughs> Followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Okay, so we proceed. I don't want to keep. Slowing things down here. So um, the next is what is the next? We have some. Um, Arctic Guru, Guru Puja. So again, we'll meet this evening at what seven six, seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Arctic's at six. Anyway, after Arctic, we'll have more discussion. Shri Guru Gauranga Ki Jai, Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai, Gaur Premanandi Haribo.